the FT. This is John Aglinby, one of the editors on the World News Desk, talking with Michael Peel, our Middle East correspondent in Cairo. Michael, you've been on the streets of Cairo all day today. Can you give us a flavour of what you've seen on the streets as people have protested against the regime of President Hosni Mubarak? Well, it's been an extraordinary day of uh, pitched battles between um, demonstrators and the police uh, all over the city and indeed in in, um, other places around Egypt. I went to the uh, Istikama Mosque for lunchtime prayers and uh, Mohammed El-Bardai, the Nobel laureate and opposition politician, um, went there for for the prayers um, and immediately the prayers had finished. The crowd rose and started to uh, chant and uh, face down the police lines. Um, Police responded with water cannon and tear gas and it turned into um, a three and a half hour siege really with the police is firing tear gas incessantly, um, demonstrators scattering into nearby streets, falling back, but then immediately um, regrouping and pushing on ahead. People clustered in stairwells, some people carrying carried out, so semi-conscious from, from the fray, uh, um, and all sorts of um, debris uh, uh, being thrown around. And uh, uh, this continued for, as I say, more than three hours until um, suddenly um, the police fell back um, for for reasons that weren't quite clear. And the demonstrators um, just walked on past them. Some were applauding the police, even kissing them um, in recognition for their decision to fall back. But then Protests continued elsewhere. Demonstrators moved on. We went later after that to the uh, a bridge very near Tahrir Square, where, of course, the big demonstrations on Tuesday happened that really kicked off these uh, unprecedented protests. And there, there was another barrage of uh, of, uh, of, 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 of tear gas um, uh, as demonstrators tried to push on. They'd occupied a couple of. Um, security force vehicles and uh, then suddenly just before six there was the announcement that for curfew at at, at six o'clock and uh, yet with still many many people left out um, on the streets and uh, it being not at all clear what was going to happen with an order for the army to be deployed and so um, the situation at the moment is one of utter chaos and of course um, it's very hard to get a picture of um, in full of what's going on because the government has um, in communication terms done all it can to try to close the country down today. Uh, Mobile phones haven't worked since mid-morning. The internet hasn't worked since early morning. So it's been a day in which everyone has been trying to piece together fragments of information from um, the TV, from um, word of mouth and uh, any other sources they can find. I mean, from what you can gather, how close are we to a tipping point and how desperate is the government or can it still ride this out for some time, do you think? Well, I I think what's interesting is that even Egyptians and very experienced Egypt watchers say that they just don't know. This has never been seen before uh, under um, President Hosni Mubarak, who's who's coming up to 30 years in power. um, uh, And and so uh, at the moment, nobody is making any predictions about which way um, this will lead. I mean, clearly the example of Tunisia has been a very powerful one here, and many people cite it, and, you know, the chants, things like Mubarak, 
a plane is waiting for you, um, in a reference to President Ben Ali being uh, forced uh, out of the country uh, uh, into, into exile in Saudi Arabia a few weeks ago. Um, but uh, at, at the time, uh, even a week ago, few people foresaw that in Egypt, and certainly no one is predicting it now. But I think what uh, has happened today, as one demonstrator put it to me, um, has never happened before. Um, this is different. Everyone knows that now. He said something has to give. Now, what that something is, um, is really still uh, the big question. I mean, Mubarak is one of the key U.S. allies in the region. How susceptible do you think he is to foreign pressure? Uh, or do you think, I mean, no, none of the big Western powers want to be backing the wrong horse here. But do you think that if they continue to support him, that could make a difference or... Well, I mean, there's hardly been a history of tough talking um, by Western powers to, to Mr. Mubarak, and I think um, people who, who know the country well think that uh, although um, the U.S. obviously has some leverage to, to press uh, due to the political support it gives and, and, and particularly the financial, significant financial support to the military here, um, that uh, there, there probably are limits to um, where the, the, the kind of uh, uh, influence it has. And uh, equally, that, that relationship cuts the other way because Egypt is such an important U.S. Uh, ally in the region that uh, Washington does not want chaos there. Um, and uh, Mr. Mubarak, um, uh, you know, has has played for a long time on, on his um, um, images and an, an autocrat who you know, keeps firm control of, of a country at the heart of the Middle East. And uh, presumably that is an argument that uh, he, he may well decide to continue to make. But I think what's also interesting is the street attitude to the United States here, because today, um, for example, um, I saw protesters brandishing um, U.S.-made uh, CS gas uh, equipment, a, a canister and a, and a, and a and a, and a muzzle uh, used um, in, in, in the launchers, um, and um, saying, you know, this is American-made. People very angry about that, and um, you know, identifying very closely um, the U.S. with Mr. Mubarak, um, which is obviously, you know, a great problem in terms of the popular image and popular feeling, popular approach to, to the U.S. in this region. Michael, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, John. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.